progress. Recording in progress. Uh, we are back. Yeah, we're back. Um, the we, the we have uh, an out, we have an outline and we're back and we're talking over each other and we're back. It's awesome. We're back. It's been a, it's been active. Even though the Islanders haven't been active, we've been we've been very active uh, on on the social media. Shout out to all the all the all the uh, ETIP auxiliary militia as well as the haters and losers. Yeah, so it, it, it's kind of a thing where I feel like it's pretty understood by people listening to the pod or follow the Twitter that I would say 95 to 90% of the tweets are you and about 5 to 10 are me. But I'm going to go ahead and say 99.9% of the tweets that Desmond tweets, I mean, I would tweet it anyway. I agree with it. So everything that he said, you know, I say too. I'm piggybacking off of what Desmond said, for better or for worse. Empty calorie, empty calorie production from from corporate co-host Mike here. He's. I'm just this doing is I'm, secondary assist. Secondary I, assist. I'm just. Well, it's better than just doing cardio out there. Um, yeah, yeah, for sure. <laughs> uh, we'll, we'll, but, a lot of cardio in, in Toronto, but we'll get. But to yeah, that I mean, I mean, I I feel as if um, we struck a nerve with certain people who don't and would never listen to the pod. And other people who have listened to the pod before, but don't like, uh, I guess our opinions about hockey, and that's fine. That's cool. Um, but uh, uh, it's uh, Desmond can can better sum this up. But it's raised a bunch of money, which is nice, and a bunch of awareness, and few more more than anything, fueled us to be more motivated to do the pod um, because we thrive on. Uh, uh, um, I guess the 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 right word is. Uh, what we throw out conflict? Yeah, yeah, yes. And also spite. So uh, you know, we all we uh shout out to everybody, all 44 shirt orders uh for the benefit shirts for the Transgender Resource Center of Long Island. Uh really thankful. Just got the blanks in. I am trying to I work from home tomorrow, so I'm gonna try to drop them off uh at the screen printer. I've been in touch with everybody that's uh that got one. Thank you again. Uh, it, it, I'll, I'll get to the actual donation totals when it's, it's all when the money is sent to me and then I can send it, uh, in total. But, uh, yeah, we were at, we were sitting at 20, which is a good number before yeah. uh, going into last week. And then I tweet the, on Monday, uh, if I was Connor Bedard, I would simply, uh, hold out and demand a trade to the Islanders, which, some guy took very seriously. Uh, is it is insistent that I was serious about it? Tweeted about how ridiculous I was. Then then a a trans a couple transphobes that that had tweeted at us before because uh, they think like drag shows should be shot up or something like that. They're uh, they're heinous people. Um, they were calling. Uh, Doing it again, they're calling me uh, a pedo. They're calling all sorts of gross shit uh, because I, I was uh, suggesting that maybe you shouldn't dehumanize transgender people. Um, and uh, they and I decided I'm not going to argue with these people because the previous argument we had with them was pointless. These people are are crazier, th- are crazy and dumb, which is a very just rough rough combo. So it's a it's it's a it's a Unproductive forecheck on their end, but it's just annoying to deal with. So I figured better impact would be to push the shirts. And 
we went from 20 shirts to 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 44 more than doubling the donations so, so, so shout out to the fucking to, morons well well yeah to, to kind of like better sum up their involvement in it essentially you tweeted the 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 bedard tweet out completely seriously you texted me ahead of time and you said mike i really do think that there's potential for Connor bedard to hold out for the islanders a team people that are team... saying people are saying right yeah um no, I, I, just just like you've previously stated that you think that certain players should demand uh, to be traded to the Islanders and also demand volunteer contracts, something that you've never said in jest and entirely in what you perceive to be reality, something that could happen. But but ultimately, you tweet this thing out, this guy, I, I guess, didn't pick up your sarcasm, has never seen, you know, he, he doesn't know you, can't gauge that that is sarcasm. I assume that this guy is older, right? I, I feel like younger You'd kids. You assume so. I feel like younger kids can better pick up on sarcasm. I think that those kids who have like player AVIs uh, that were tweeting at us, um, the, the the transphobic Twitter users, um, I feel like those are younger kids, and it's this weird combo of younger, like fourteen, fifteen year olds, and older guys who don't know how to use the internet. But but ultimately, the through line is still a little fuzzy to me in the sense that, like, you tweet this thing out about Bedard, this guy, I guess those weirdos follow him. And they're like, oh, this is the weirdo who, because you have previously in the past tweeted out support for just just generally, like, when when something violent happens, and you know, the news, the news cycle, right? So so something violent happens against someone who is transgender and you tweet out how heinous it is and then they push back like, well, they're trying to sexually indoctrinate our children. Weird, weird like psycho psychopath behavior here on right, the part right, of, of course. The, the posters. Right, 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 right. So um, essentially, you tweet the thing out of Epperdard. The guy goes, he doesn't go nuts, but he, he he tweets like, I'm begging you to like, you know, not be a psycho. And so he didn't pick up on your sarcasm. And these guys are like, oh, this is that guy that we argued with who doesn't want to see transgender people hurt. Um, and then they, they, they kind of like try and, and, and prod you a little bit, calling you a pedophile, whatever. Um, and, and, and then this guy kind of doubles down on his own shit. And he's like, this guy's a psycho. Um, he really thinks that Bedard would hold out for the Islanders. And then, and, and then they're, they're kind of talking in circles. And for the, for three days straight, they would tweet something insane at you. You would quote tweet it and be like, these psychopaths are tweeting at us. Um, we're actually raising money. These, these psychopaths and transphobes are tweeting at us. We're actually raising money for, what is the name of the organization? Transgender Resource Center of Long Island. We'll put, we'll put a link in the, uh, in the uh, info, in the description sure. of the episode. Sure, sure, sure. So, so you, you kind of use that kind of, these people are like, aren't you a pedophile? You quote tweet that these lunatics are tweeting transphobic shit. By the way, we have a shirt up where we donate all the profit to this, this resource for, you know, uh, the, the, this, this, uh, the, what, the, the, what you said it was. Yeah. Um, and that was the cycle for like three days. And because of that, we doubled the amount of money that we were going to more than double donate so, to. So yeah. thank you. Thank you. Yeah. You have brought it to, and I don't want to jinx it because I'm not, I'm not a math guy. I'm an art guy. Um, but I sure. think the numbers are, especially because, because we doubled in shirts, the, the wholesale place I order from 
the more you buy, the cheaper the shirt, the blanks get. So I think each so the bigger shirt, the profit. Each shirt went, I think, up a dollar in profit margin for what we set it at. So it it, it looks like it's going to be like uh, over nine hundred dollars uh, raised. And, and for what uh, it's worth, like we're not lunatics. Like this is a small part of our lives. This podcast that we do for fun, we we have a handful of listeners. Uh, all all people that we would consider friends at this point for the most part unless you know i'm sure that there's some people that we don't know listen to the podcast whatever but it's not like it's it's not like we have thousands of listeners so to, to for us to be able to donate near a thousand dollars to something like this it's pretty cool and i'm sure that there's a bunch of people who bought shirts who don't necessarily listen to the pod maybe will listen to the pod because of it um, and you know what? That motivates us to take the pot a little more seriously next season. Not seriously in the sense that like we would take the actual podcast seriously, but be a little more active uh, in terms of like, you know, our, our episode frequency, stuff like that. And just like it's 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 very nice. And so we turned a bad thing into a good thing. And that's that. And I didn't even smoke smoke before to show you that we're taking it seriously. I didn't even smoke before, but I am dropping 50 milligram edible right now. And you know what? If you're new to the pod, we're just a couple of guys happens. who talk about we're, we're a couple of guys who talk about the Islanders. Um, I and and listen, we're we're vibes guys. We're vibes guys. We appreciate we're hanging out. Yeah, we we. I think it can be summed up with like what what I was talking about. My my dad's kind of attitude about hockey when I used to when I was a little bit younger and I used to get a little bit more mad about the outcome of a hockey game. And he'd, you know, the the biggest Islander fan I know, this guy. And and whenever I got mad about a game, he would just say, "Hey man, there's gonna be another game." And I think that that's the attitude that that while we want to see the team succeed, we aren't gonna go insane. Uh, you know, and and I get it. If you're listening to an Islanders podcast, you're probably a pretty big fan. You're probably a little bit more than a casual fan. But we feel like there's room for these people who are really into hockey, who want just a little bit, a, a, something a little bit better than doom and gloom, and and dissecting every little move that the team makes uh, in, in a bad way. More more kind of like looking at things and being like, how can this work out in a good way? And I'm sure there's going to be some pushback on that from both of us about different moves that we don't like, others that, that we do. But, you know, I, I, I guess what I'm trying to say is uh, we're, we're, we're just two guys who talk about the Islanders, and we, we don't take it too seriously. We try to know our shit. We like hockey. Uh, but it's not the only thing in our lives, and I think that's important too. Yeah, well, and also you know, the best way to describe it is, uh, as Butch Goring said on episode 50 uh, of the pod, you can go back and check it out. You guys like to have fun, and that's all that matters. That's Butch Warren's words, and uh, he's a retired number. He's the he's the the truest ninety one in Islander history, yeah. um, the only one in my opinion. And uh, and and you know, with that in mind, that's why it's been very funny. One of the things that's been attacked on us is that uh, uh, us us being political. Very funny. Very that, funny. That, that's su- the other suggesting- thing. Too. Listen, listen. We play in. We plan, uh, we plan bands. That's probably our, our primary focus. We plan bands that tour. We, we take music seriously. We're, we're semi-professional musicians, to, 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 be, to be honest with you. It's, it's, it's a Thank fucking you, cool thing to say. It's a cool thing to say. And uh, the, the type of music that we play, maybe not the type of music that, that I play as much, but it is, for the most part, rooted in kind of like lefty shit. And here's the thing, like, 
if you like the Islanders and you like the positive attitude and you're like, you, you, you toe the line of being whatever. Uh, uh, I, I don't want to say conservative because I honestly don't think that I, I love the idea of conservatives listening to the podcast. A conservative TTIP listener enjoyer is, is a very wild uh, situation. Yeah. yeah. I'm sure sh- again, like I, I'm sure that there are people who are whatever, either way. Um, we don't care if you don't like when we get political. It's it's part of the pod. Like we're we're stupid we fucking lefties. Don't care. I plan. We it, it, don't yeah. care. We don't care. And and that's why it's been funny. One of the things like uh, pointing out that like oh you're 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 limiting your audience by doing doing. Uh, we we don't literally care. we don't fucking care. I'm not sure. I'm not sure how many times we need to tell you that we like earnestly do not care about growing this podcast. We don't need all. an extra three questions about why Lane Lambert hasn't been fired yet. You know what I mean? Yeah, like, it's, it's, it's cool. We're good. We, we, it's don't, all good. we don't give a fuck. Yeah. Uh, that's why somebody saying that my tweet about uh, Leo Komarov being the key to the Islanders' playoff success, saying uh, that uh, you're, losing, you're losing your credibility or something. What along credibility? Those. We're we never not, had we any. Care. We do not give a fuck. We never had uh, any. We're never going to get any either. We're never, let, me, let me get the word. You know what? Just because it's so funny. The concept. Sure, of, I'll vamp. I'll vamp. It's, you're, you're literally losing all credit with these types of posts, LMFAO. Oh, whatever. Uh, and I responded by saying, sounds good, because it sounds yeah. good. And to the cultural point, and, and you know, part of a tying thread, part of why these people came after me, another tying post was me uh, screenshot tweeting uh, some bullshit about uh, people wanting, uh, someone wanting Quenville these two people talking back and forth. Sure, like sure. I think that this is where Babcock, right, right. And I was like, no, I think, which is ironic. Again, if you're if you're accusing somebody of being like a groomer or something like that because they're not a transphobe, uh, and you're claiming that it's because you care about protecting children, yet you literally, you <laughs> based off of some fucking Fox News OAN wormhole shit, yet then, uh, literally. Legally proven <laughs> sexual assault cover-ups. You say that's so long ago. These wokies need to let go of it so that the Islanders can get Quenville to coach. You you really proved yourself to be psychotic, especially in in the replies, the non-related replies that came the days after. But like you really just kind of showed your ass there. I'm not sure if you understand that because I'm not sure you understand anything. But uh. But you really showed your ass. But on that topic of coaching and changes, yeah, let's pivot. Let's talk about the Islanders. Pivot. This, you, 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 you gave a little bit of an outline, um, and I want to, I, I want to say that this is the thing I want to spend the least amount of time on because I it's care the least about it, and I think right, and it's speculative. Uh, we it, don't know. I'm pretty sure that Lou and Lane are back, and and I think, and one, I think that's fine. Um, and two, I, I don't like, because I truly believe that that's the case. Haven't thought one iota about any kind of change because the, the, I guess the only little bit that I've thought about is, um, I could see Lane Lambert being on a little bit of like a, uh, you know, thin ice to start the season. If it goes, uh, if it starts out poorly, that's kind of all of the brain power I put into that because, I think Lou's back and I think he's bringing Lane back. And I think it's kind of the right choice. Um, Cause I, I think that the team outside of the season before this has done really well. 
Um, obviously with Lou at the helm, I know that there are, you know, bad moves. There are good ones too. Um, and Lane, I think coaching is very much a, a thing that, uh, is there are growing pains. Um, and I think he's going to learn a lot from this year. And I, I look forward to seeing a little bit of an improvement in terms of just how he manages the roster and, and kind of, uh, uh, just, you know, who, who he puts in the ice when, and, uh, uh, lineup decisions and stuff like that. That's that's my whole thing. That's all so, I have to say about it. So for me, I I was very much of of a mind that I I believe and and on our second next part, this will probably get to it. But I I believe there's there's a decent amount of change needed for this team. Not a rebuild, but a but you know okay, not a rebuild retool. I know, but like legitimately. I, I think that there's a lot of good part. There there's too many good parts here of this team that mm-hmm. uh, of of functional impact ages and impact arcs of the next three to five years that um it it doesn't make sense to rebuild like it to, the work that it would take to to rebuild it takes so much work it makes more sense to just deal with what you have here and and amend um what is wrong. But and, and um, I think deal deal with what you have here is is even like that that's that's kind of cutting credit for I I think that like what they have there is decent. But yeah, yeah go ahead, yeah. go ahead. You're you're talking, but, you're talking. Yeah, no. So I'm it's, being it's, rude. It, it's one of those things where usual. Uh, I I tend to you know think that they need they need some changes. You know, it's been five years of the 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 Lou regime. It's no, and in my mind, it was like I I kind of viewed this uh, where this almost purgatory adjacent feeling that you got out of this season. Um, the, the Rorschach test, they're not sure what you're reading into it, but you know, it's not, it's not the success that, that you need. It's that like, you know, every, everything has an expiration date. So you'd like change. However, okay. To make a change, what are you bringing in? Cause you don't, you don't, unless you are doing a rebuild. And even then it actually, even then it, it would matter who you'd want to go with. And, and to me, one ownership doesn't want to go go through a rebuild. Period. Okay, so that's off the table. That one's off the table. So now you need a a, a GM that can come in and navigate all of the all of the because the Islanders are in a tricky because it's a you're basically trying to um, rehabilitate and reconstruct a a like a, a roster to immediately compete, but realistically, it probably can only go up about a notch. Like in terms of overall, like with the cap and everything, it probably only go up a notch. So that's a complicated thing to do. The GM selection out there is not great. Um, same thing, and and with coaching, to me, you know, I I get the interest in someone like Laviolette. We 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 went over how Quinville and Babcock no no goes on both, you know. Uh, but like Laviolette and and Boudreaux, those are both guys that are interesting for different reasons. But guess what? They haven't had success in a long time, both of them, yeah. and they haven't. Yeah, and and only only Laviolette has won a cup, and that is eighteen years ago now, or or uh, seventeen years yeah. ago. Yeah. So yeah. So it's one of those things. And and honestly, in in that last Islander Caps game, Laviolette looked so fucking tired, man. He like looked just like exhausted, and and I'm not sure. You know, maybe he wants to take time. Maybe he's just kind of done. He has his cup. So there's that. All that's to say, 
even if you wanted to make a change, I'm not sure there is one. And also, I don't want to discount that it takes time for coaches to maybe find their footing. All yeah. things considered, they made the, the playoffs. Yes, it took luck. Yes, it took Ilya Sorokin being God mode. But it happened. And uh, and also, you know, it, it's just... I'm willing to give Lane Lambert time because, I mean, you might... One, I think, unequivocally, the assistant coaches have to go. John McClain has to go. Power play, yeah. unforgivable. And the defense was bad, too. The defensive system. So I think, yeah. like, the, the assistants completely need to be to be changed and that's a message to lane that that like no because I, I think i think the way the season went that's like the compromise keeping lane but being like none of none of the we're willing to trust you but the overall picture of how the play went was unacceptable and on the point of lane wasn't jared bednar what wasn't the um wasn't the abs at bednar's first gig yeah and, yeah. and, and t- he, he coached t- in the AHL before then. And, but, yeah. but, but I mean, listen, he got thrown into a situation, but the historically bad season was Bedner. Yeah. Yeah. But, um, but, and there were took, growing pains. It took time. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. So there were growing pains. And, and, and you know what? The Avalanche have a really good leadership core, much like the Islanders do. Um, so I kind of think that all contributes to something like bigger picture, which is really great. I like Lane. Uh, I like. I guess I like the idea of what I think Lane can be. Um, so I, I kind of think you roll with him. And again, there were people who were, you know, I, I, I will say, I, I think that overwhelmingly after that one Bednar season, most people were kind of like, this isn't really his fault. But there were people who were like, you got to get him out of there. Like, get him out of there, get anyone else. You know, Avalanche fans, I should say. Um, so it's, 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 it's an echo chamber that, that, you know, every fan base kind of lives in. Um, I, I yeah, like, I, so yeah, no, th- th- that's basically where I'm at. It's that like, I understand yeah. the need, the need for the, the want for change because I, I'm, on some level I trust, uh, it, it, it feels like a new, a new set of eyes would be able to make some of those difficult decisions about, about, you know, moving certain, certain pieces sure. that have been here a while that, that, not feel as you know um beholden to to that however so like fourth line guys yeah fourth sure. line then and, and there's there's a couple guys that I, I i'll get into in the next section that that are, are potential movers but but and but one of the big things is also that like sorokin needs a new contract and i trust yeah uh uh lou, lou. more sure to Same. handle that to handle that or if 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 i and it seems like it's it, it'll be Seems like Ilya says the right things, wants to stay. However, if he, yeah. uh, if you run into a situation, I, I trust Lou to not let himself get uh, 2018 yeah. by by That's a good way of putting it. And I think I think you need. I trust, even if if it if it makes it more difficult to make the difficult decisions to free up money, I in the totality of what helps the franchise right now. And what is available out there, it I trust Lou. I, I feel a little bit more comfortable and confident that that Lou provides a stable presence that will make the Sorokin deal the best goalie that this Islander team has had in maybe ever, and may maybe maybe ever will moving forward. Like sure, I sure. trust that. So you know that's that's where sure. I'm at with that. Good. All right. So let let let's pivot to you were saying guys that 
may need to go. You want to break down essentially what I would assume be people that you might, you say roster rundown. I do think that going through every single player will take too much time. I think we're highlighting players here. No, um, no, UFAs, I, 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 th- I think, we can go, I think, I think just, I mean, so, so, uh, let, let's look right now. I am looking at, we can just skip them because I, I think there's some players we're talking about. Some not open up cap sure, friendly. That's fine. Open, open up yeah. cap friendly right now. Because like the first <laughs> okay. one, the first one's Barzell, so that's like you know, there's nothing to fucking really talk. Nothing about. to say. Nope, nope. Couldn't agree more. Uh, so like you the, said, the, first one is the, Barzell. The one thing about Barzell that I'm just kind of curious about next year, like what do you do with this guy? Obviously, in terms of there's no movement involved. However, strategically, something I'm curious about, and really all the other moves that the Islanders make in the next year, this summer, mm-hmm. and over the course of the next probably like six to 18 months will dictate this, but I am not entirely sure that the right wing movement is going to work. Part of me wonders if long-term a Horvat, Horvat Barzell split up. If you get, you know, better wingers would be in the best service of, of, of both players and, and possible. Uh, there's, and there's time there's obviously time to check that out the beginning of next season, both ways. Uh, I think you might see because Barzell got hurt towards the end of the season. Yeah. So, and Bo was such a late addition, obviously. Um, so let's, yeah. So I, I agree. Let's, let's see what happens there. Next is Anders Lee. I don't have much to say about Anders Lee because I, I just think that they're not moving the captain and, uh, the most I have to say, I, I really don't think they're going to. And the most that I have to say about him is, um, you know, when I when I give my my roster essentially that I wrote out today, my ideal roster, I guess. Mm-hmm. So, and and really, all I, I have to say about him in that regard is, um, moving down to the second line, hopefully, or third, really. Yeah. Um, well, see, yeah. If that's all you are you done are you done about him? Just grab a little bit about. So, you know, I have his jersey. Um, I think of him as a friend, even though he he still has not accepted my friend request, your friend uh, request on, yeah. on Facebook from 2014. Um, I I think he's been a great Islander and a great captain, but his 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 play in the playoffs was concerning and. It's one of those things where with all the talk about like the need for the need for change stylistically. And I think, um, I don't know, like, like in terms of just uh, culturally, and it's not a shot at him, you know, being necessarily a negative leader or anything like that, but something has to change. I think the Islanders need to be in a new era. And like, for me, I'm looking at his, his, his shit here now. He's, he has a no trade clause um, until after, next season um so realistically he'd have final say and i don't picture the islanders even remotely considering broaching that but I, you know if he struggles again next year because here's the thing he he's paid too much and is not good enough defensively to be worthwhile on the third line he just isn't in my opinion and and i'd like to think that he can work on the second line but it's gotta it's gotta be immediate like He's got to have a burning, and I, he's a competitor, 
it's got to burn him the way he fucking played because the the I'm not the only one. I, it's not necessarily unreasonable to be discussing the possibility of like retaining two of Anders Lee's seven million to to move him because um, I mean one, just one thing I'll say about the sec- the second and third line. If the way that the Islanders operate and ideally the way that they operate when they are successful is kind of like first, I, I, I think in order for them to be successful, there's going to be a clear cut first line um, with my vision of, you know, Bo and Matt playing on the same line, but lines two and three are kind of one of those things where you go, Oh, one of them could be the second or the third, depending on the night. So it's one of those things where, He's a second slash third liner in the sense that like those middle six forwards are of that kind of like they can they can kind of they do the same thing in a good way when they're firing on all cylinders. I just think if, if Pajot's the third line center, then then him and him and Lee, I think, just don't have chemistry like they just they, they don't it just yeah. doesn't work. So that's so who is next on the list? Brock, who uh King Un- unbelievable unbelievable player we love him um i the only thing i have to say on him is uh is i he has two years left on his deal uh let me make sure i'm uh, yeah he has two years left on his deal after this i uh i i think it it it's worth getting a sense now it might be too early but i, th- I think it, it's worth getting a sense now of like do you want to be because of the way his game is evolving? Finding out if he wants to uh, be a career Islander because, like, sure. because to me, the way his game's evolving, it's only gotten better. And the fact of you know, um, like, like you know, they say about uh, Stamkos and this other ninety-one mm-hmm. uh, that when when as as a player slows down as they get older, if they're good enough. Moving him to the wing, there's still going to be value, yeah. and I can see Nelson being like one one of the guys that like okay Tampa is clearly like moved other pieces around, but there are some guys that they've kept on, and and I think like you know um, I could see Nelson being one of those guys that they that they keep on. He definitely would have to come down from six million on the next deal, but. Mm-hmm. But he's an awesome fucking player, and and uh, I, I I love we love him. I love that man. Okay, uh, I'm gonna let you do Josh Bailey, my friend. Um, yeah, we, 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 I'll I'll just preface it with saying I think we know what happens with him. Yeah, we well we know we know he's not here, and goddamn that exit interview. Yeah, damning. Oof. damning, and 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 to me, he only says that. He's an Islander player that is that open in an in an in an exit interview, um, and has that much of a, a negative kind of perspective of of not the organization at large, but a, but a, a piece of it. And you, especially your fucking coach, like he's yeah. not going to be back next year, and he knows it. And I wouldn't be. I wonder if he's even said as much to the org as much as the org has wanted to say it to him. But I think. Uh, it's 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 buyout or trade. Obviously, you'd ideally like to find a a trade partner for him, even if you have to retain retain some some mills on on that just to uh, just to get the five out. Just because I'm people talk about the buyout because if they buy him out, they save like two point three next year and three point something the following year. 
but I kind of don't like the idea. I just even I period. I don't like dead money, especially dead money above two million for the same contract for two years straight. Like yeah. two million is like my ceiling of like, and it's got to be because you're getting something in. So I'd rather they trade him, and I I really hope he goes somewhere that's not like Arizona, um, you yeah. know, and if. Or it's like, okay, if they trade him to Arizona, it's only nominally because then he gets flipped somewhere. Kind of like what, um, quick. obviously, yeah, quick. Yeah, quick. Like, exactly. That That's, I, I love that, um, you know, him him playing on Red Wings or, or the Sabres or the Senators, a team that is getting out of a rebuild that he could give, he can offer some, some veteran experience and, uh, and, uh, you know, Maybe, maybe in a lesser role and and, and a new circumstance, um, and frankly, younger legs around him, uh, he can be you know a productive enough as a third liner. But but yeah, that's yep. that's all I have to say about him. Yep, that's fine. I think that's fair. I think we both know he's probably not going to be an Islander next year. Um, JGP, uh, I think that he's your. I mean, again, we'll go through this when we go through our our kind of ideal the line you know lineup but Mm -hmm. i think he's your third line guy and i know that he's had his fair share of um challenges the last couple of years um kind of going back to that broken hand in the Mm -hmm. playoffs during that last deep run i'm uh, i'm i'm you know i'm a he can't lift the puck truther and he like he can't lift the puck anymore truther that's that's my conspiracy theory and i'm sticking to it yeah, I'm curious to see how uh, I I love the guy. I'm curious to see how next year goes as a th- I, you know as a, th- a third line guy, especially if someone like Zach is back, mm-hmm. um, who he he meshes pretty well with him. Um, he's he's a fucking he's a hard worker, um, and he's he's he seems like a really fucking competitive guy, and I don't know. I like I like him. I want to see him succeed, and I see him as the third line center next year. Um, I haven't thought beyond that, but that's where my head's at with, with, GDP. I, I'm pretty similar. Although I, he is a guy that, that if the Islanders are, are planning to make a move this summer to bring in someone, a playoff, a power play impact player, it is very likely he is, he has the most, um, he would have the most interest of any of the guys on the roster. So, and, and I think that it is something I think it's worth listening to because yes, in trading him, you create an issue in terms of okay, now, now who's going to be your your like go to face off guy? Although Horvat is kind of that now. Oh yeah, and yep. and as far as penalty killing, that's that's another uh, penalty killing center, but that's something that you can spend less on um, if, if if it, if, it, if it helps you bring in better impact in the top six or or a, a better power play quarterback um, on the back end then I think it is something I think it's something you listen on. Yeah. Um all right. Uh Kyle Palmieri. Uh we love him. We're a Kyle Palmieri Palmieri truther pod. Meatball Kyle. Yeah. He's he rocks. And when when healthy, um, because I know he 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 was a little hurt uh towards couple the middle of the situation frustrating way. Couple of brain situations and and uh I think we've we've talked about how We've never seen a guy almost get his brain rocked out of his head more, but like just narrowly avoid it than someone like Kyle Palmieri. We love him. 
Um, and sometimes not avoiding it. Yeah. Well, we love him. Uh, I, 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 he's, he's on the team. He's a second line right winger. Um, not much to say. Uh, before Zoom kicks us off, let's talk Bo for a second. Um, well, I'm Paul Mary. Let me get to Paul Mary. Uh, he oh, is, yeah. he, similar to Pajo, I, I agree with everything that you said about him. He, he's, he's honestly one of the, but uh, I, I think he probably is the best shooter on the Islanders in terms of consistent, like he knows how to pick fucking corners, man. Like crazy yeah. from crazy angles, from good at, like from, from high scoring chances. This guy is, is, is awesome. Um, and you can tell that, that they trust him because he is dog shit in his own end. He, he makes the same nifty <laughs> kind of moves that he makes in the offensive zone in the defensive zone. And I, I, I the feel breakout, like, yeah, they they're just like all right i have to i have to give you that because you're the one of the few guys on this team that can that can fire it but he only has 2 years after this after this season he's still very productive so again that's another thing that if you think you get younger and better impact in the top 6 it's something you listen on uh all right let's let's do a new link cuz i mean i don't know what you have to say about bo uh, no nah, that'll be a quick let's one but let's it. let's just so let's let's do it quick then. Actually, uh, okay, Bo fine. is yeah. Uh, I'm so excited to see Bo Horvat an entire season of Bo Horvat next year. Um, I know that he had uh, a rough stretch towards the end in terms of producing, but I think we both are of the mind that he is uh, going to be fine. Uh, just because he was having trouble producing towards the end of the season does not mean that he's not going to be fine. It sucks. It sucks that he had the 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 horrible playoff and 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 was, was seemingly broken by by Barzell getting injured within two weeks of them having great chemistry with each other and then not being yeah. able to find it. But I trust that he's going to be better. I'm I'm willing to believe that. Um and uh and uh, yeah, I'm I'm, ha- I'm I'm happy they have him because look, they needed someone. They weren't going to get better than him in this window. So I'm I'm more. happy for it. All right. All right, next. All right, next, next up, what, what we got? Casey. So, uh, yeah, go ahead. Casey, I mean, you know, he's locked. He has four more years after this at 2.5. Yeah, he's, I, I, he's the fourth line center. He's the fourth line center. And he, you know, um, during the season, they, they put him at wing a couple times and he looked pretty good. Oh, yeah. He as, looked as spicy when when they had to, even when they bumped him up to first line. Some spicy moments. He's He's good. He's good in corners. What I will say about him, a consideration to make about him and – this wouldn't be in perpetuity, but this would be, you know, conditional, obviously. Um, yeah. If you were to trade Pajot, I yeah. think you then consider bumping up Sezikis to 3C and getting a similar to Sezikis level 4C. If, again, all I, I, the keyword I keep repeating myself, yeah. but if you're adding better impact up above, then, yeah. then you don't necessarily need to be this. Obviously, you need depth scoring. You, you need guys that are, are not zeros offensively. But no, you know, that that that's so. I, I think that's a consideration. That's the only unique thing 
I have to say about about Sezikis. Well, the Islanders are in a pretty cool position where if they do trade JGP, I think the first thing that they probably do is probably try Bo and Matt as centers, Brock as the third, and Casey as the fourth. And then Ooh. it's we're all worried about wingers. Um, there, they, they, there's a lot of advantages to this Bo and Matt thing. There really is. Yeah. Um, but okay, uh, Pierre Engvall. This is, a, this is a guy. He's handsome, um, and he is on my ideal Islanders uh, uh, lineup next year. I don't know if they retain him, but I do know that Lou doesn't like to lose guys that he trades for, mm-hmm. um, which I, I assume no GMs do. But I know that like they talk of it. Eh, you know, Lou trades for a guy he he usually likes to extend the guy. Um, uh, I don't know how bullish he was in the. He was kind of more of a more like, oh, we'll see what happens. I think it's a fifty fifty toss up. Yeah. Um, but I fucking love him. I think he was uh, an unbelievable on that second line with uh with Meatball Kyle and 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 Brock. I I I I love uh Engvall as well. Um but his his non-committal answer um definitely caught caught everyone's attention. Um which and honestly it makes sense. This was the first time that he got to be a a uh, you know leaned upon of any discernible level player and he looked very good during it uh so he and he's 26 so he you know this is probably his last chance at a a big contract unless he takes a huge Uh unless he takes a huge one-year deal on a shitty team that would make him the first line center i mean first line like a first line wing with a good center you know and and then he can try to leverage that but like so i don't don't know and I just am I'm concerned about how much money he's going to garner um, in this in this moment, especially because while I thought he looked great on that second second line left wing, I part of me thinks that that he is I, I wonder if he's more of just a supreme third line left wing that you can you can very comfortably slot up in the lineup, like without even having to like mm. worry about it. Sure. Yeah, he's definitely the most movable part of my, you know, it's it, there's a very big asterisk around him for a lot of reasons. Let's do um, let's do the next three all in one because they are they're it's all the same fucking thing. It is and it isn't because I think Matt Martin separates himself out from this with his continuously showing up in the playoffs, yeah. uh, thing that he does. So, uh, th- so this is a group Cal- of Martin. Yeah, go. Yeah, it's Cal, Matt Martin. And Ross Johnston, I it, in an ideal world, God bless him. Cal Clutterbuck probably retires for his own his his own health's sake, and finds a way to be a part of this Islanders organization in some kind of way where he gets a chip if they win one. When they win one, I'm going to say it. When they win one, um, I think Matt Martin's got some fucking he's got some fucking gas left in the tank, man. He's one of those guys that'll give you. He's just, and there is only one year left on the deal. There is only one year left on the deal. There is. He's a fucking Islander man, and that's the other thing. Like he just he for what he does and what he's expected to do, he shows up in the playoffs. Um, it's he he he's one of the guys that you notice that you go, man. I like having that guy on my side during the playoffs when things get chippier and more hateful. Ross Johnston has not played a ton throughout this weird deal. Mm-hmm. One of the mm-hmm. best 
contracts for a guy to get, I think. Oh, he, um, he's chilling, man. God bless everything he does, because I do think that it's a fucking hard job to kind of be a little bit of a punching bag, both literally, literally and figuratively, go in cold a lot and be expected mm-hmm. to fucking just, just fight guys. I think it's a it's it's kind of a nightmare existence um, for most of those guys, whether they kind of like show it or not. I think it, that gets later on uh, kind of more brought to light. Um, and I think that he's a fucking I, I like I like the cool shit that he does when he does it. Um, because he's wearing an Islanders jersey when he does it, but uh, I think that like for the greater good of the team, you find a way to lose Ross. Yeah, I mean, so for me, I I'd be fine with all all three of these guys being gone. I understand that that would be a huge culture shock, uh, but to my you know, am I that that would free up ridiculous somehow that frees up over four million dollars. Uh, those three guys, uh, and. Uh, I agree that that Cal is Cal, Cal should be done. I mean, he was on the I think he was literally on the injured reserve list like six times a season. Like, yeah, from training camp to the end of the playoffs, like that that's what was going on. Um, Martin, I, I I thought the fourth line was rough in the in the playoffs. In my in my eyes, I thought they were rough this, this playoff run. And I just think again, culture change, style change. It's both those things. And it's not, again, it's similar to, to what I said about Lee. It's not an insult. Yeah. It's just, uh, I think Matt Martin was the bright spot of the fourth line during the playoffs. Probably. I don't know. I, I, I guess. I don't know, man. I noticed him in a, in a positive way. A lot of the time. Um, next up, next up, Simon Holmstrom, who's a guy in my ideal world that I'm sure does. Again, I, I have my fucking lineup here that I just mm-hmm. like, I, I would have to look to see how you fucking finagle this cap wise. I'm sure that there's a guy that has to not be on here to make it work. But in mm. in in a in a perfect world, he's kind of a guy that you slot in with, like he kind of cycles in and out with Matt Martin on a fourth line left wing role where you kind of mm. get a little bit. At, and they're two completely different players, obviously. And and I don't know if it's the move to have someone like him on the fourth line or if it's a better move to have him more third second uh because there's obviously some skillfulness there mm-hmm. um i don't know man i'm curious i'm curious yeah, i you know there there were things to like he 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 clearly has like nhl two-way hockey sense right yeah so it but for me and for the islanders to me it, it's one of those things where I don't think he's he's built strong enough. I don't think he's soft. He's twenty one too. He's twenty one for what's a small worth. guy, and I think that just in general, like the style of game that he'll excel at is not going to be a fourth line game. So he needs to be more productive. So this is a guy that I see as a guy that needs to come into training camp and and like fucking produce because honestly, that could be a thing where you don't need to get Engvall because a similar role is filled by by Holmstrom. For, for probably like three million less. Yeah. So so I'd like to see more. Um next up, Hudson Fashing. I there's very little Let's to go. say here. Oh, this guy awesome. fucking rocks. He's gonna be here two more years. What a great story. Well, uh, that, read, I guarantee it. Read his uh read up on his family. Oh yeah, uh, man. Really beautiful Some, uh yeah. stuff about his uh crazy his shit. Uh, disabled uh uh siblings family members and, yeah and and uh it's it, I, it's a great guy to root for and it, it's nice to have like a guy like that where like the the person and, and and what he does is something that you want to root for 
Yeah. Yeah, yeah, we, we, we love Hudson Fashing. So fucking excited to see him just, like, as a solidified regular. Um, and it's nice to see a guy like that earn an NHL contract and make some money. Um, I know it's not a, an enormous amount of money, but for, you know, for it's, it's, it's probably fucking huge for him um, yeah. being kind of a, a fringe NHL guy his whole life. Um, you know, if you want to call it that, if we have to uh, cut Zach... down on, if we have to cut down on defense, it's, it, I'm fine with it. Um, if, if if what we talk about Zach here cuts into defense time, I'm totally fine with that. Yeah, I mean, again, I don't most like, of, I, most of the I, defense I, is, is baked in, but there's a there's there's two guys we need to talk about. Sure, sure. Um, Maybe three, three. I'd say I want I want Zach back, man, and I I it'll be cheap. And he he's he's got more fucking heart than anyone on this roster. Yeah. Uh, at least you visibly, you know. Uh, yeah. Man, he's a guy that you just like. I want them to fucking win for him so bad. Um, yeah, Zach Zach rocks. I want him back, and he makes the team better. I know that, mm-hmm. like, obviously, thirty eight years old is old, but like, man, does he not look thirty eight? He looks yeah. he's he looks, very handsome. Another another good looking guy. He makes he makes Andres Lee look thirty eight. He looks thirty two. Yeah. Um, I yeah. Um. With with Parise, I mean, wait. Did you have more on that? No, I I love the guy. I want him another year. I want him to keep. I and I don't want the next unless they win a cup next year, and he mm-hmm. wants to go out on that. Um. I want them to keep signing him to one years until he wins a cup. I I love the guy too. I would I would like them to keep keep him. However, and it sounds like he said it's here or nowhere, which is fuck it. It's 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 unreal. And again, I think that's a sentiment you only get out of out of uh, Lou. Um, yeah, it helps. You know, it, um, that it stability that that stability yeah. is known. Um, but I will say that I would love if if he is back next year. I'd love if it means that. Part of why I'm fine with Martin being out or becoming a platooning guy with, or, uh, frankly, if Martin was the Johnston and, and Parise was the daily fourth line left wing. Right. Because to me, like, again, you'll see a pattern here. A lot of what I'm doing is shifting wingers down to make up, make space. Yeah. Yeah. Up top because I think, you know, like it's, it, it's been said uh, you know, on other podcasts and, and online, but like Parise, Sezikis, Fashing sounds like it would be fucking just yeah. a, a buzzsaw. And, and, I, and I, won, I wonder I how mind, much that would yeah. help Zach because he'd, he'd have yeah. less like less time on ice. He'd be fresher throughout the season because he looked really tired at the end of the, in the, in the playoffs. Yeah. Yeah. I think that's fair. Would be unbelievable. And then even to have, you're shifting everyone down, even just to have Matt Martin on the roster as an extra guy. He's still yeah. on the he's still practicing with the team and you're still probably going to see him 20 25 games because of injuries and shit, you know? Yeah. So, I like I like that. I like the and I like the idea of yeah, yeah. Sick. And then the the other one is Oliver Wallstrom. Uh, oh yeah, I forgot about on him. the IR. Yeah, um, yeah, yeah. I it's yeah. almost like a nice little Oh yeah, it's nice that a guy like that with mm-hmm. the ability that he has to put the puck in the net to be a little yeah. bit of an afterthought. I think that that is going to be I think he's going to be a little bit of an X factor next year, just in that, in that sense that like you forgot about him and it's like, Oh, he, you know, we'll see how, you know, it's anything that keeps a guy out of the lineup that long, you know, any kind of season ending shit, uh, who knows how that affects someone long-term, but, uh, yeah, 
I don't know. You know, he's he's got he's got the shot. He certainly would help the power play, um, in theory. Mm-hmm. Uh, I don't know. I, I'm I'm excited to see. I guess when it comes to these forwards, mm-hmm. Oliver Wallstrom included, I'm excited to see like Bowen Matt full season, Wallstrom full season, Fashing full season. Mm-hmm. Hopefully a Zach fourth line full yeah. season. Yeah. You know, maybe an Engvall, Brock, Kyle line, full season. I'm excited to see these things. Yeah, that's with Wallstrom. With, with Wallstrom, what I what I think, I agree. He's an X factor, but we've been saying that for three years, and I think this is the last. I think the injury definitely yeah. may have have made his spot on the team a lot safer because who's going to want to trade for, you know a guy that just had that series of an injury. Everyone, all eyes on him kind of thing. Mm-hmm. I, where it helps the Islanders is that that's going to make his qualifying offer. His qualifying offer is going to be much lower. Yeah. The contract's not going to be too too bad. So that's a guy that that will be cost-controlled with that potential. And especially if you, if you possibly need to be moving out productive pieces for, for financial sake to bring in more expensive but better pieces up, up front. That's a guy that that okay that like, cheap that will produce yeah that that, that year yeah so um okay on 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 defense here's how I think we should do this defensemen defense uh yeah I, I guess pairs yeah sure sure Pelic Pulak yeah obviously Pelic is going through something um rough he um, was he was unreal bad in, in this playoff so, series that was crazy. I feel like I do feel like so much of this conversation hinges on like. I feel like there's there's all of these guys. I'm just like, yeah, I'm excited to see what they'll do next season. That's where I'm at with this team. It's it's so weird. It's not like get this guy out of here, get this guy out of here. Yeah. I feel more like full season of this guy. You know, in a, in a perfect world, uh, I like that this guy's with that guy. You know, let's see a full season of it. I, I, you know, he went through some some injury situation, brain situation. Um, I I want to see Pelican Pollock together. Um, and I want to see after a full summer's rest and training, how Adam Pellet comes out the gate, and and we'll we'll, we'll know more, you know. Yeah. Uh, I and think I, we'll I, know more I, in a month, yeah. in a month or two into the season. Ideally, and ideally, Pulak, uh, you know, continues the form that he had in the. He's in been the first sick. Round. He's been sick. But yep. but yeah, I I yep. think I think Pellet definitely. It's it, you have, you have to monitor the concussion symptoms because geez, the Kenny Johnson. Uh, comparisons really are getting yeah. a little too cl- little, little too close um but i also think he probably had a wrist injury because his fa- his failed clears and especially on the season ending oh. like hit hit if yeah. you go if you go back and watch you know any of the games that series especially as, as the series went on his inability to again jgp situation lift the puck when like yeah. one of his like great things is just his ability to very quickly flip it into the neutral zone like when yep. when they're trying to kill time at the end of a game, he's so good at that, and he fucking could not lift the puck at all. So we'll see about that again with them. And this is another lane thing and a coach's thing. The way the defense struggled, and especially the fact that that analytically, and yes, charts aren't everything, but when the eye test feels a lot, a lot of the same matches as the charts, are bad. Yeah, yeah. It's uh, when four out of the five worst yeah. defensemen in the. Uh, in the first round where the Islanders, uh, yes, not, not yes, great. that's I, again, 
a little bit system. of credit to the Hurricanes, who systems. are a yes, yeah, good. They're but they're systems. I I, th- I think the system needs to be different because there's serious. no way there's no way Pelik and Pulak look as shaky as they did at the beginning of the season. And in general, yeah. there's no reason that all the defensemen just like after play most of them playing with each other for so many years suddenly yeah. can't read each other. No, I agree. That to I me agree. that to me is a system thing, and that needs to to change. Okay, next pair, I guess. Yeah, as they Dobson appear. Yeah, uh, Ram- let's start with Romanov because I think there's less to say there. Yeah, Romanov- uh, he's young and he's developing, as is Dobson, they're the same age, but obviously yeah. there's a little bit less concern with someone like Romanov because he's not expected to offensively produce, really. Mm-hmm. He uh, looked solid as a rock towards the end-ish of the year. I know that there were uh, rough patches in the middle, but that's what you're going to, you know, it's a fucking, it's a real leap you know, getting into the NHL. Like there is just, it's just night and day. Did he play in the KHL before? This? Uh, I, know I was... believe he did. Let's see here. He might've, I mean, yeah, with him, I, I, I mostly, you know, agree. he's a young defenseman. There's going to be growing pains. He's big. He's, he, he, he's electric in the sense that he can throw a big hit, which honestly does change the fucking tide of a game sometimes. Yeah. Uh, no, I think that he's going to be I think he's in in 2 years time he's going to be one of those guys where you go I like that guy. The way he lot. rounded it into form when he got put with with Pulak, I think that was really good. Um that was a really good pairing for him and and, and maybe and, tell a little telling of Noah Dobson the just his his defensive inabilities as of right now and and just just inability to move the yeah. puck really. In his yes. own zone specifically. So let's move to yeah, because I, I I'm I'm on a similar you know wavelength of like I think Romanov is in that. I'm not sure if maybe his ceiling is is a bit bit more of a Mayfield where that's like a strong five that that is you know can really function in a top in a top four pairing. But like mm-hmm. as far as how much you're asking out of him overall, I like know? the idea. I like the idea of a solid second line second pair. Uh, defenseman that's what i like to think he is so noah dobson to me you know i i I think i think that a lot of the complaints about him at times have been overblown but it makes it so that when by the time that playoff series came around i was like what okay what the fuck like what the fuck is happening here it did like is is he genuine like is he sincerely going through like a family situation like what the fuck is happening here because his his like reads were horrible He's mm-hmm. not a he's not a, a fast skater, but he's like a uh a I'd I'd say when he's going, he's like a, a smart enough skater to um I remember one of his I think one of his comp his comps was like I think Suter. I'm not sure if I'm if I'm wrong on that, like skating wise or maybe maybe it's not that, but his skating wise he strikes me as a guy that can be that he's not gonna beat you speed wise, but he's he's smart enough um to use his skating efficiently, you know what I mean? And he just was fucking not reading anything, not able to get yeah. himself. If anything, he was constantly skating himself into problems. Um, yeah. And and he was not, uh, he was not producing enough on the power play. I wonder how much that weighs on him. I feel like similar because I I didn't like how Barzell looked on the power play this year either. And and with both of those guys. They they more are distributors than than shooters. I would I would yeah I, would say. I agreed for both of them. Yeah, and 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 when you don't have a trigger guy, then I I feel like that that makes a a power play come to a halt. So I wonder how much of that's at play. But I will say like I I think 
What I don't want the Islanders to get into with him, I, I think he's another guy that, like, I don't want them to give up on him. In a down year, and what we all say is a shitty year, he had 49 points. He had 49 fucking yeah, points man. in a shitty year. They're not gonna, and they're not going to give up on him is the other thing. But That's I think, not happening. I think gauging who, what he is is important because I don't want the Islanders to run into a situation where they treat, where they do what Toronto did and treated Morgan Riley as a number one when I think he's like, he's not. I don't think Morgan Riley is a number one. I think he's a two. I think he's a guy that you can put on a yeah. first pair. He's good. He's uh, probably the best guy in that fucking Panther series. But he's the best I, player I, on the team in that Panther series. I don't think he's a one. And I think like. Yeah, I, I get it. I get it. I, so I, I think that that's something to watch for. Um, but yeah, yeah I don't yeah. know. Un, unless you're bringing in. Falls a, a, into, it falls into, I want to see a summer of rest and, 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 and development and, and reflection and see what happens at the beginning of, of next season. Honestly, it's not, it's another case of that. Let me run this by you. Okay. What do you, what yeah. would you, would you consider? Cause I think I saw this on Twitter somewhere. A package and there'd be, uh, there'd have to be money retained, but oh a package that involved Do- uh, Dobson going yeah. um, to the San Jose Sharks for a, a, a cat Eric retained Carlson. Eric Carlson. Uh, what is Eric Carlson? Forty six. Um, I don't know, man. He just had an unbelievable season, so it's easy to want that. But he also makes what eleven million dollars, and in two years, you're gonna be like, Eric Carlson's foot might fall off, and Noah Dobson is gonna be like a sick DN on a young Sharks team. I I don't know. yeah, I I, it's, so. it's just a, it's an interesting thought that, that it is. Like, you know what it is? I was like, you know, I'm not a complete no on it, to be honest with you. Well, I, I think it's the attitude of the podcast where if that were to happen, we'd go, OK, let's go. We're we're in the business of Eric Carlson now. We wouldn't yeah. we wouldn't sulk about it. We want it to work. Um, right. Exactly. So my my thing is, I don't know if I should, but I'm also a little bit more emotionally attached to these players than than others are that should be that than others that are running teams are, I think. So, uh, you know, I don't think that I should be making the, uh, you know, I, I think that, that smarter people than I will make better decisions probably, uh, so, that not to be damning of my ideal depth chart, but whatever. Next um, up is Aho Mayfield. Let's start so, with, so Aho. let's just, yeah, let's just talk Aho. Cause he's the one who's going to be back for yeah. sure. Yeah. Um, man, talk about a fucking uh, a turn, like you know, from just whipping boy to we we like this guy. Even though, even though he struggles with turning as a result of him falling down um, several <laughs> I, I times do, every game, <laughs> I do love that that has become a thing where I, I think everyone sort of sort of thought it at the same time, and and probably tested it out on friends. Like you notice this guy falling a lot. And that turned into just someone eventually tweeted out, hey, this guy's falling a lot. Let's count how many times he falls a game. I think that's Bud Lightly Man credited with the first, you know, mm-hmm. you see it and you, you talk amongst friends with it. And then I see someone finally be like, let's do a fall count on this guy. Yeah. Um, so uh, I'm going to credit Bud Lightly Man with bringing that to light. But either I, way, he's yeah. been falling a lot less and i uh he's also 27 years old but like one of those things where that's still young younger than i and um 
Um, I he, like yeah. I like him as a third pair defenseman right now, considering how exactly. he ended the season. Considering how he ended the season, considering the cap situation, I think, and how he played, I think it's a guy. You know, you you keep because in the event that you don't bring in a power play quarterback this this season, he's a guy that yeah. if Noah Dobson still looks like, uh, if you still have a what's eating Noah Dobson situation um, going on, <laughs> uh, then then you can put Aho on the on the first pair uh on the first unit like they they did towards the end there um but yeah, yeah. you know i i uh, cre- credit to him for especially what, what you said about johnston like aho's a skill guy that that and the defense like a like defense even third pair defense but gets relied on more yeah so he was a healthy scratch for, for like and cold, two and a half man. years yeah fuck's sake that's gotta so, be tough so uh yeah you know, I, I think credit to him for for kind of I think uh, I think he's a guy that, you know, right now he's in a Jack Hillen space. He might find his way into a Thomas Hickey situation hey. where, where he's a pro cast king. BK, he's a pro that, real you can, BK. that can that can play, you know, despite his size. He's he's uh, he can he can play um, probably at least another, you know, three, four years in, in the league. Um, All right. But, let's, OK, let's, let's talk Mayfield. Scott Mayfield. The cross-check king. Cross-check king. Um, I, I don't want to talk about Baldock and, and Wotherspoon because I, I, I view them as outside the top six. Yeah. Um, so they're outside the top six. I think just a, just a, a quick note on Baldock. Um, yeah, he uh, he's 22. Uh, excited to see what happens uh, with more development. 22 some of the old. worst plays I've ever seen in, in, in <laughs> last game of the season and the two playoff games. He got to play some of the worst defensive plays and reads I've ever seen. Uh, but but again, he'll develop. He's 22. Yeah. He's 22. And if the Islanders had someone more reliable than him, they would have gone with them. Which yep. is an indictment of the of the uh, the org, but you know that's not his fault. Well, yeah, um, yeah. But either way, either way, yeah. Scott Mayfield cross check king. I know that people might be. Let me just let me just uh, kind of sing my praises first. Uh, I love this man, and I I, I kind of hope it works out because I'd love to. I I'd hate to play against this guy. I I, I just don't know what his. I think that this is a, a true case of this guy deserves. I think this guy deserves money. Um, and I know that he is a little bit of a whipping boy. And I think it's, it's slightly justified in, in some instances, but he is, he's that guy you want in the playoffs. And I know that he's a prick. He's he, he and you don't want to play against him. I, I think that this is a situation of if you're going to move on from Scott Mayfield, my opinion would be, you bank on Noah Dobson being the puck distributor. Cause I know that that's the idea is like, Oh, you want faster uh, guys mm-hmm. who can move the puck. I think you, you replace him on that third pair with someone who's equally a prick. And we'll get into it when we talk the UFA stuff mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, in a few minutes. Uh, so I hope they find a way to make it work, but if they don't, it's been such a fucking nice ride with this man. Go I ahead. agree. It's been a great ride with him. I think uh, uh, I I I put him on the trade block for most of this podcast history. Yeah. Um. And and it's it part of it's because of my I've been saying for for years of this pod I want the Islanders to to get with the times, and and 
but there's a there's a tension with that because when when playoff time comes around, you need hard nosed motherfuckers, and yeah. and he he's. But the thing about Mayfield, and and this is part of like part of how I'm able to rationalize, like okay, because I I think he he's gonna I, he deserves his money. He should have made more money for for how much he was leaned on. What a um, what, what, what a contract! Seriously, what a con- shout out to Garth Snell. Um, you know, <laughs> it's uh, this is a guy that that um, he deserves his money, no matter what. Like he, he he's I put agree. in his fucking work. He deserves his money, and I think realistically, he's going to get money. Um, he's a guy that that any any type of team I could see adding rebuild rebuilding team, giving him a lot of money. Any team Contender. in a no tax, uh, yep. you know, situation, like yep. he he's a guy. A way that I can rationalize it is something that that uh, for how much of a prick he is, I feel like Sorokin got run too many times for my liking because the whole premise of Mayfield theoretically is that a guy like him is supposed to regulate that shit regulate that shit and and also cross check uh types. he was he was persecuted um for his for his uh, beliefs (laughs) that he should be allowed to cross check people in the in the rib cage very hard and i and i support his beliefs i think he has a right i think i think he has a right to that um practice that practice his his uh his his uh his religion um i uh what I will say is that is that also like so I think part of it is is he's a weird player. Like he was able to get the crazy highlight real goals he's had because I think his brain is not too great for the game. And I think weirdly, <laughs> weirdly, that factors into him sometimes like not being as mean when you'd want him to be. Some unbelievable uh, goals too throughout but his fucking islander. He's gonna he's career. gonna get too much money for what you know, as as we've been saying. The Islanders are going to need to add add pieces upward, up up the ladder that are going to cost more money than than I think they can afford to spend on the on a third pair guy. So we'll see. Um, Goalies, yeah, Ilya, uh, we love him. I, I I really don't know what there is to say. Yeah, um, unbelievable year. I obviously think that there's that that factor of the you know the the golden end of the season is tough. Um, and I think that. Uh, he's gonna work to get better in the off season, and he's already unbelievable. He's a he's a Vesna finalist. I, I I honestly don't know if he wins. I don't think that he does, but I I, I can't say definitely not, not, especially not impossible, considering how uh Olmark's playoff win as well. And so uh, yeah, I mean Sorokin was better than than Olmark in the in the playoffs. Um, yeah, and and you know it's one of those things where. Again, I said it in the last episode that that goal, tough goal to give up. Also, like the weirdness of it and the smartness of it can't can't be understated in terms of when yeah, when when a thing. when an egregious when egregious puck like giveaway happens, throwing yeah. it on net is yeah, like so key. Confusion. Yeah, there's so yeah. much confusion. Um, but so something that 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 I'd like to I I think obviously you agree that they should extend him right obviously I, I'm not a fucking lunatic yes I think yes. That they should extend so, him so so you know I I think that um you extend him you extend him for ideally you know seven years just because a, a goalie can can be a banger at 35 as proven by 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 Semyon Varlamov and again you you try to win in the in the first half of these windows of, of contracts, not 
in the second half of them goalies are different goalies can can be greater for longer um i agree and and uh however however and there is tension with this because obviously his his deal will probably be in the like eight eight point five at least maybe a little more i'd like i'd like it to stay in that neighborhood if possible um if it can be less than that cool thank you Ilya. i have uh, no idea you. what it's gonna be but but um what i will say is one of two things needs to happen and it'd be cool if both happened. But what happened this year, I, th I think like some of the weird goals that happened this playoff run. And, and there were goals that you were able to like understand how they went in in context. But still, he still overall had like numbers wise was was good. Um, regardless, is that I think when you see slip ups like that, it's a testament to how exhaust uh, what, uh, what I'm guessing was physical and, and mental fatigue from 62 games yeah. of playing behind that team. And, and yeah. I think you can't, you can't, um, you have to protect an investment. Like if you're making the investment, he has to come through on it, but you also have to put him in the position to come through on it. And that involves either not putting him, if you're going to play him 60 something games, which I, that's in general goal is really, I'm not sure that that's the way with how taxing the sport is becoming with how much better, the average player has become. Um, yeah, I think you, if you're if you're gonna workhorse him, you got to give him some like four one games. You got to give him some five one. You need to have enough offensive firepower to have some like just non exhausting games, or, um, or you you know you play him, you keep his. Uh, you you play uh, or you you keep his um numbers uh, down a bit like you know you make him more of like a fifty five ish game guy if that sure. makes him that much uh that much more uh ready. Fresh, fresh for playoffs sure yeah yeah yeah, yeah. I, I I think that's all fair I think he's gonna resign with the team and I'm I, I I have no fucking idea what the contract looks like I don't I really don't. I'm not anticipating anything because I have no clue. Um, so we'll Varley. see what it looks like. Yeah, Varley. Uh, <laughs> for, a, for a low enough number, you'd like to have him back. He's 35. I think at a certain age, some guys like where they're at and they want to stay there. And it sounds yeah. like he does. It sounds mm -hmm. like he's... It, it you know I wonder if he's like yeah I I like our chances to win a cup as much as anyone else's who realistically would have me and I'm I'm comfortable with these groups with this group of guys and I I want to stay and I'll I'll you know as long as it's not an insulting offer I I'm w willing to entertain anything. Sounds like he really wants <sighs> to stay. Uh, yeah. he's a to have him as your backup is is really great. Huge N numbers are gonna matter. Years yeah. also matter because he's 35. It's it's one of those things where I think, and especially with goalies, he's great now, right? But goalies yeah. fall off cliffs, and it's crazy. I know. I know. So I think if they do keep him, obviously the number has to be like, even 2.5 feels like a lot. Like if, if you get him for two, if you get him yeah. for two, if you get him for two, that would be great because he, he's made a shit ton of money. Frankly, he got a little bit overpaid for for this contract. Um, he did, but at the same time, I mean, he 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 took the team on two pretty yeah pretty yeah. Long I runs. guess I guess ultimately it was, but but I think yeah, two years two years max because I think 
I think realistically, I don't trust him past that. And, you know, that that allows you to have run the run the tandem back next year as you calibrate what because uh, I think I think after next season, all of our potential, you know, um, we're going to have goodbyes, a lot more clarity and all of our potential goodbyes, I think, will 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 be in motion, if not have already happened by then. Like Agreed. we'll have to happen there. So I think I yeah. think and you'll yeah. only have one year where you ha- where you'll have like a high contract. Sorokin and two million on 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 um on Varley. There's more clarity. I wouldn't mind two by two. Um, next, but yeah. Next next segment. Finally, we got here. It's called "People Are Saying." Um, so let's 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 start a new Zoom because it's going to kick us off in less than two minutes. Okay, sounds All good. All righty. Uh, yes. Okay. People are saying so. Uh, we're, this is where we uh, will will discuss a question that we ask to the the TTIPU universe, uh, and uh, you know uh, this question that we ask is after two rounds of the playoffs. What are two pending UFAs that you'd like to see the Islanders uh, make a make a, a a run for? You came up with the idea for it. Mm-hmm. I have my two. I have my two, and they're probably not who you think they are. Maybe one is. I don't know. Okay. We just talked about Scott Mayfield. I'll start. He's still okay. playing. I'm wondering mm-hmm. if you can guess who he is. I want to replace Scott Mayfield oh, if they have to. The one question is I wonder if the facial hair works. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. You know who it is. It's the it's because it's been the last uh, couple months have been a Radko Gudasance. Mm-hmm. Um, nice. You sniped that one. That one went in bar <laughs> in and out. And uh, I, I, again, I just think that uh, – we, we, were, we were speaking about it with Pete in the uh, in the chat. I think that this guy, it's it, it it's been a bit of a renaissance for the guy. Um, and I don't know. He's 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 a he's a he's a fucking prick, and that's what I want to replace Scott Mayfield with. If you have to replace Scott Mayfield, um, and I think he's his he's a UFA. Um, he is in his thirties. 2.5 mil he made last year. I know that his playoff performance this year will probably up that price a little bit, but at the same time, these guys, you know, um, at that age, I, do, I don't know how much, how mu- I don't know how much more than 2.5 he's going to get. Um, mm-hmm. It could work. It could work pretty well in the Islanders favor for, you know, two years, something like that. We'll see. He might very well want to just fucking resign with Florida. Um, mm-hmm. But, that's my first one. You want you want to you want to do one, sure, and then I'll do sure, yeah. sure. Uh, on your uh, they need more pricks uh, point, but they need more scoring. Sure, uh, Tyler Bertuzzi, um, uh, the 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 uh, the un un microchipped blood king, as they call him, as they call him in the biz. Right. Um, I think that's a guy that if you uh, added him to the the first line for example he could be the menacing guy that makes 
life a little bit easier for the the piece of shit that makes life easier for for Barzell Horvat, whichever one he's playing with. Right. Um, that's a guy that that I'm curious how much he goes for. Well, I let's let let let. I wrote this down actually. I didn't mm-hmm. write him down as one of my choices, but I wrote down this little thing about him, which is. He had a really great playoff and and scored a lot of big goals for that Bruins team uh, since he got traded to them. But he had eight goals in 50 games this year. Mm -hmm. That's fine. Not really. Um, Yeah. Yeah. Uh, So I I presume 50 games means he was injured, right? There there was some some sort of injury situation. Yeah. Yes. I I think so. But he, he, he came in pretty clutch when he needed to in a lot of those you know, for Boston down the stretch. But that was one thing that I was, I also was thinking about Bertuzzi. And then I looked that up and I said, Oh, mm, maybe not. And I had a feeling you might pick him. So I wrote it down just as a like, mm, good talking point. Mm-hmm. Uh, so in theory, it sounds nice, but I just don't know. I think he's going to be frustrating more frustrating than than you might anticipate, but this is why specifically you're 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 highlighting these guys after watching two uh, rounds of the playoffs because in that first round he was fucking nice. He was nice, and also like I I think that he he couldn't be the biggest guy that the Islanders can get. I just trust that if the Islanders go for a bigger swing, it might be more of a trade thing. Of course, um, yeah. Uh, so um, and also. Part of the framework of that for me is also, as I intimated, I think the Islanders are going to need to shed a top nine um, forward contract. Right. Which, you know, right. So, um, but yeah. And your next pick? I have another first line idea, and it is mm-hmm. a, Ru- a Russian man Ooh, who has been linked previously to the Islanders. Mm-hmm. He played this past season for the St. Louis Blues and then for uh, a different team in New York who stink. Um, mm-hmm. It's Vladimir Tarasenko. I don't know how expensive this guy is going to be, um, but it's more goals, and he seems pretty interested in staying in New York. Don't know if the Rangers have the cap space to do it. Don't know if the Islanders have the cap space to do it, but uh, he is someone that I'd like to see wearing an Islanders jersey. I don't know. I haven't. It, it's not a ton of thought. It's it's like. I was bouncing between him and, and, and Eric Halla to a certain extent. But then mm-hmm. I, I just don't think Hall yeah. is a Lou guy. I just yeah. don't. Yeah. So I, I, I'm thinking about Vlad. These I are two guys, about, yeah. both Gudis and Vlad, two guys I'm thinking about. I thought about him uh, a bit just because I thought that uh, he uh, he answers the, the Islanders need a trigger guy. Um, on that, on on one of the faceoff circle dots, and and he would be the guy on on the power play for that. I'm just not sure how much he is one, how much he is that guy left anymore. Like how much of that guy is left in him, and how much how much money and and term he's going to want for that uncertainty. Because again, his shoulder feels like it's it's a ticking time bomb. So that is yeah is, uh, why I didn't go with him. Um, I I I was between a a. a Several different people here, um, so I'm just going to choose the the most uh, I think most fun or interesting one, uh, and that would be. Uh, I'm curious what his his number is going to be at, but John Klingberg, um, as a pure okay. power play quarterback, uh, 
I did, and I'll be honest, this is kind of cheating. I didn't really get to see him that much, but just when I was looking through the list and thinking about guys that like, you know, he, he's, he's definitely going to be hungry. His, his, he's not going to be able to get what he even got this year because of how this year went. And I'm curious yeah. if something can be worked out for, with him that, you know, him on a third pair, I think would be, uh, interesting him as a feature, uh, uh, power play, a, a definitive power play quarterback. If you're, if you're concerned about, um, Dobson and I think they might be, and one, the, the, the power play needs fixing regardless. So I think that's where I was at. I will say that the two pieces that I was, uh, I was, uh, other pieces I was between where it was uh, Matt Dumba, especially because sure. since since his numbers have gone down since his shoulder injury, like four yeah, years I'm very, ago, very he, curious to see what he, he gets and with who. I think part of me feels like the number that you want to get Mayfield at, you might be able to get Dumba at. And he's a and, little bit of a prick too. Yeah, and and he fills that that prick quota. Um, but but and the other guy I was thinking opposite direction, kind of just boring. But uh, uh, Ryan Graves, I, I I feel like just having him. Is he, he's a UFA. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, well, I I watched a lot of Ryan Graves when he played for the Avs, and mm-hmm. he's a guy you want to root for, who has his mental lapses. But you know, it's one of those things where he's youngish, and I I did not see much of him with the Devils because I didn't watch a ton of Devils this year. Numbers were um, good. I will say that. The, the, his last play as a Colorado Avalanche was uh, similar to the Pelic last uh, play for the Islanders this season. And it was one of those things where unlike Pelic who you go, and I think this is, you know, cause he was a little bit younger, but unlike Pelic who you go, Oh, well we got to see how he looks next year. You go get him out of here. So I'm curious. I have. I, I. I. He's. He's a guy that I would. I would legitimately be interested in, but I will say that he was frustrating while he was on the Avs. Um. I got one more for you that we'll talk about other guys as you know uh, mm-hmm. as the pods go on. But one that's fun, that's insane, is Milan Lucic. That, but then, like you're recreating. I know, I know. It's the, insane. The, the, the issue. <laughs> it's insane. Uh, like I said, I I wrote his name down. I wrote I wrote dot 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 Lucic. So uh, he yes. I'm no. It's a bad idea, right? He's a name. Go go. Okay, really quick. We're gonna go yay or nay on on the what few uh, re- relevant uh, responses we got on our tweet asking people. We got a lot of. A lot of, a lot of just complete disregard for what the question was, and just talking oh, about sure. stuff All they right. wanted to talk about, which we always appreciate. Yeah, uh, unironically. Uh, okay, Rat Martin, Tyler Bertuzzi, and Damon Severson. Oh, he's he, oh, okay. They, I, I didn't even know. I thought you just did questions. You, you asked them. Uh, Severson's a, uh, I feel like a long shot, but but a really good one. Yay or nay? Um, on, yay or nay on that comment? Yeah. you like that? Yeah, if if oh, those were the uh, two, if those were the two that they ended up with. Can I do one and one? I'm gonna say nay and yay. Nay on, on Bertuzzi? Yeah, yeah. Okay. Eight goals in 50 games. Get, get uh, out of here. Bud Lightlyman mentioned a bunch, uh, so I'm just going to go with the first two. Either Connor Clifton. Yeah. He he put Connor Clifton or uh, Gostas Bear. Uh, Gostas Bear. Yeah, yeah, same. I think I, I think I'm the same. I Oh, and for the... I, I like Flashier Bertuzzi. name, too, though. Bertuzzi and, and Severson, I, I don't mind uh, either. What, uh, what else did Bud Lightlyman have? He had... He, 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 
he said he would have said Gudis, but he thinks that the the, the Panthers run is going to yeah. price him out, which is I very agree. possible. Uh, Dan Culture of losing said uh, Orlov and and Tarasenko. I think Orlov's going back to the Caps. True. That would that that would be fine. I'm not sure the money's going to be there. And again, I'm 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 I'd be more yay on Orlov than I am on on um, Tarasenko. But oh, and and he also said parentheses. I'm, I'm but- yay on. Tarasenko because Shen of what my, my said, said Shen and Barbashev wouldn't be bad consolation prizes. Like I say, I like those uh, because I don't think those would cost a lot. Uh, yeah, I like Barbashev. Uh, Shen. Oh, I have to think about it. Let me sleep on it. I'll get back to you. Next <laughs> <time>. <laughs> yeah. Uh, okay. So, so, uh, we're done with that. Okay. Uh, and I guess we we're at the light playoff check and we got eight minutes left to go on the pod yeah let's uh, let's dance on the leafs grave a little bit they lost oh uh, boy this team john Tavares, you made a mistake admit how it how did Just they admit it fuck it up so admit bad it. man admit it how, how admit do you it. you 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 fucking you 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 exercise those demons those first round demons and honestly we we're getting to the point there where i was like all right like it's it's at that point where I'm just like I'm there's not much more I can do about this because like it's gone on as long as it can go on. It would yeah. be crazy if they lost again. And how do they how do they make it feel like it's worse? It's crazy. Yeah. It's nuts. It's it's like and and the situation that they're in with like the dubis like I'm not gonna uh, they have several to any situations. They have several. They have, they have situations that are colliding into each other. It's because if they don't get Dubis done, like if Dubis decides, no, I need the year off, like my family needs me to be more present, uh, they have to bring in someone to then convince Austin Matthews before July 1 to sign long-term or else he might just, you know, hang out by the pool a little too long Mm -hmm. and decide that he wants to go to Arizona. It's Mm -hmm. fucking, it's a real, it's, it's crazy how bad the situation is in theory. I, you yes. know, I could absolutely see a situation where this is, it's crazy, right? But it's like, everyone's like, you know, Dubas has got to be gone. Keith's got to be mm-hmm. gone, right? But but they're in a situation where it's like, they kind of have to bring Dubas back or else they might lose Matthews. Yeah, Keith's got to go. But but I think, I think, uh, I think Dubas, I think Dubas, I think Dubas in a situation where you don't have, you have MLSE over everything. Yeah, Brendan Shanahan. You have Brendan Shanahan there. There's like there's too much fucking going on. You have the media. Uh, uh, you have the media. Uh, uh, just spying on him. Um, yeah. Well, uh, on the on the bright side, they will wind up trading William Nylander to the Abs for Alex Kerfoot and Tyson Berry. You think um, so? I, I I think they're more likely to. Uh, it was it was I, a joke I, because that's I, who they traded for. Kadri. Oh, nice. <laughs> I think I think Marner. Is more likely to get traded because I think Tavares Probably. isn't gonna, Tavares isn't going to waive his no move. Um, no, and and someone said something interesting to me, which is that if you were to move Marner, okay, you get like almost eleven million out, and then you just go fuck it on on a super line, and you make you make Tavares the the one LW, um, and then you have a line that's that's Matthew centering Tavares and Nylander. I don't know. I don't. I don't know. I have to look and think hard about this soft Leafs team that I just watched get fucking decimated well, by the Panthers. I don't know if that super line is as super as as any might think. Especially because I don't know what's up with Austin Matthews. 
Like it's it's probably just a down year. These things happen. He'll probably pot sixty five next year. But whoo, yeah. uh, oh boy, that that man, I I cannot stress enough how how like great that series was for me to watch because of how ineffective those guys were. The guys that John Tavares left for, fuck. Well, and you would have gotten crazy. a cup. You would have gotten a cup if you stayed. You would maybe two. Maybe two, you probably would have, because the Canadian media, you you would have gotten votes for cons like con, there oh, would have been a god if, yeah if, if like he would have gotten some shit like that. I also think like he would have been productive. A trot system would be different if if he stayed. Yes, trot might still be the coach. Pieces trot might still came... be the coach, and we'd be looking at um last year the year uh yeah uh last year was Avs Islanders in the Cup final and the end of the pod. And and As we're not we doing it. this pod yeah. right now. It's yeah. a whole fucking. As, it's all. It's a whole other. Yeah, it, you know, it's one of those things where it's just like, there's so much, there's so much uh, ground that could have been covered and and success that would have been had would have helped so many different parts for the island. He, the Leafs would have been better for it. Everybody, everybody, <laughs> everybody would have been better for it. It's, I, it's insane. I, I had a soft spot for those Phil Castle Dion Phaneuf Leafs, man. It's, I did. It, I was like, man. I when, I rem, I'll never forget where I was when they blew that lead, that four one lead, and I was I was I was on my break because I worked at Target and I was watching it happen. I was like, oh, they're up four to one, let's go! And I turned it on, like oh oh oh, and I was just like, oh my god, how does this happen? On my break at Target, this happens, this whole collapse. Um, uh, yeah, but. Yeah, I, it's uh, he he's living in the and, twilight zone. And and he could have last thing here if he had done that, and he had he would and and as we we agree that he would have would have had both the individual for the first time in his life individual and collective success. Mm-hmm. Um, and yeah. he then could have gone home after that. Yeah, he could have. Yeah, gone, we were... and he could have been like a Dave Anderchuk type guy that then, like, comes then back. You're, everyone's going. I hope he wins the cup with the Leafs. It's a LeBron. You know? It's a LeBron. It's fucking crazy. Yeah. LeBron back to the, the second time on the LeBron second time on the Cavs. On the Cavs. Sure. Yeah, absolutely. Um, all right. But yeah, the Leafs lost again. I am very curious to see what happens. And if there's no change, like virtually no change, then they lose again. Like it's so funny. I don't know. Either way, it's just, it's, it's great. Um, so final four is the Canes. Stars. Oh, Canes, yeah, Panthers. Stars, stars, nights. Who you got? Uh, who you got coming out of this round? Because I think we'll we'll do an episode. We'll try to do an episode before then. We should probably, even if it's a mini-sode. Sure. Here's who I got. I here's who I want. I want the mm-hmm. Panthers. I want the Panthers stars, and it's kind of a well. Whoever wins wins. I think mm-hmm. that I don't like the Golden Knights. I don't really know why. Um, they're not playing Phil. Uh. I, I like Jonathan Quick, but he's not, you know, he's he, they're not playing him. Um, I don't love them, but they're a great, great team. I love Mark Stone. Um, mm-hmm. But they're a great team, undoubtedly, and I think they're going to be a fucking tough out for the Stars. Um, and the Hurricanes, man, they just win by committee. They are very, uh, they're, uh, you know, they're frustrating, and I, I do not like them, but they are uh, interested. They're a good hockey team to watch, I think, as much as they're actually advertised as a boring hockey team and no one likes to watch them. Um, I, I I think that they're an interesting team to watch. I like Jesse Pugliarvi. I like Paul Sassny, even though he fucking uh, winds his way off of the Avs and the situation on top of that. Um, Paul Sassny is a guy that uh, 
we went to a, a, a game that they played early in the uh, season and Scott sits ne- Scott's sitting next to me and Paul Stastny scored. And Scott goes, who just scored that? And I go, Paul Stastny. He goes, Paul Stastny's on the Hurricanes? It's like the second period. So it's it's very, it was very funny. But it, he is one of those guys where you're just like, Paul Stastny's on the Hurricanes? You forget. Um, you know, there's, I, I think I'm in a situation where Hurricanes win, good for Paul Stastny. Uh, Florida wins, I love the Rats. I love, I, I, I love that these freaks, I you know, it's the best thing that Florida's got. Best, best Florida export they've got right now, the the Florida Panthers. Um, what a fun hockey team to watch. And I love Paul Maurice, too. I think he's fucking awesome. Um, Golden Knights, good for Stone. Stars, good for Pavelski. Robertson has been a little invisible, but I like him. I like Sagan. I don't know, man. I think that, like, there's a lot of, there's you know, no matter who wins, I'm going to go, oh, that's good for that guy. A lot of players or, to like on the, yeah. on the Stars. Um, yeah, I, I, I really Pavelski is the Pavelski, number one. I, think. I, I, yeah, stars. I want the stars to win it all, but yeah, they, I, I Pavelski fucking warrior mode. You know, he, he's gonna be, uh, he's gonna have a brain situation, uh, probably yeah. in the very near future. So you know, I, I want it to be worth what he want, what he's going through it for, which I is agree. a cup. Jason Robertson, I got, I got to stand by my my Filipino people. Um, I, I. Uh, I think the fact that, that they won despite him not scoring in the second round is huge for them. And in a way, huge for well, him. Yeah. and I think yeah. it, it bodes well for him because he gets to just go, all right, that's done. That, that series yeah. is done. And he was, he, he was invisible to the first series. And I love Ottinger. Um, Knights knowing, yeah. knowing me, I, I still think that those fans need to wait a little bit longer. I just, I just they uh, do. I like Mark Stone. I, I'm sure you like Mark Stone too. Yeah, there's not nothing. I like the same reason. I like same reason. I like Tavares. Like you know, the, the, the Tavares thing. Players that that are able to be elite while not being fast are like fascinating. Also, to, are the, fascinating the, to me. The soft spot that I have for the Hurricanes, like my whole life, was Rod Brendamore's cup lift and yeah. that team being just fucking so excited and that's kind of adjacent to whenever mark stone scores a goal he's mm-hmm. like he's like the happiest person in the world yeah. i like that um that so that that comparable like i think of brenda Moore lifting the cup when i think, think about mark stone celebrating a goal like there's there's something very similar about it so i'd love to see a mark stone lifting the cup as a captain that that that's the one like okay that's pretty cool and i fucking hate the blues man would be nice to see their old captain um win uh you know kind of a little bit of a fuck you after he wins a cup you know i forgot uh, i forgot that petrangelo i forgot that petrangelo was on that uh yeah he was yeah yeah but yeah so i I, and then you know obviously the, the panthers man fuck so sick yeah, but uh, I fucking hate Florida. I fucking hate Florida. I fucking I'd love for the stalls to not win. I know, I know. Very I know. Selective, it's one of those selective things too, spirituality. If Mark Stahl specifically, because Eric Stahl won a cup. Eric Stahl won a cup. Yeah. Um and I, I don't know where Jordan Stahl stands with all of this. Uh he's but it's one of those weird things where it's like if not for this insane shit that I had no wow. idea the weird the weird homophobia. I'd be like, yeah. Uh, I'd be like, oh, the stalls—they're likable, right? No, yeah. I guess not. 
Yeah, yeah. I didn't even think about the fact that this is the Stahl Brothers series. For somehow, somehow, like my brain didn't like register that that three stalls. I'm curious. I'm very did. I'm if the Hurricanes wore pride jerseys, and if Jordan Stahl wore one. Yeah, I'm very curious. Yeah, I'll look that up later. I I don't care that much to see. Same. If it, I I will just assume that he probably didn't no i feel like if he didn't i'll assume that they didn't because if he specifically didn't i think it would be like all the stall brothers refused to wear the you know as opposed to just the ones in florida all right i think that that's that's the episode that's the episode i mean uh you know we'll we'll be back maybe like part of me is like we'll, we'll try to be back before the next series even if it's just to talk about like a stanley cup preview and if and if any news comes out about the Islanders, specifically yeah, like official yeah. word, more than just Popcorn King, Andrew Gross uh, uh, yeah. on the beat. Um, but uh, episode 57, the Blake Como edition is, uh, oh, wait, really quick. Orlov uh, at Ole Kavasha, John uh, said he wanted Orlov, uh, Orlov and, uh, I believe Orlov and Ghost. What do you think of that? To, uh, I, I think that, the team, I guess that pushes Aho down to seventh defenseman. Yeah. Um, I'll tell you what I think about it. I don't think it's going to happen. I could see, I I just don't think Orlov's going to happen. I could see ghost happening. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, I just think that I, I'm pretty positive that Orlov kind of said, like, I, I think I want to go back to Washington, but I haven't ruled out the Bruins. I kind of think it's one of the two. So, all right. And, and again, this was the Blake, Blake, uh, Blake uh, uh, BC. quotes Andrew Cuomo, Andrew <laughs> Cuomo, Cuomo edition of Through the Island uh, podcast. Good pod today. Good, good stuff. Good, good stuff. All right. Later. Later.